anthem for many of us, no doubt about it. Mike, welcome. We're back. We're live. We're doing it. We're in it to win it, baby. Except, of course, the U.S. women's <laughs> soccer team, not in it to win it. Megan Rapinoe, she likes to let that little soccer ball fly about 10 miles over that soccer nut, right? Oof, oof. Maybe you should have spent a little less time fighting for um, equal pay, a little more time on the, on the field practicing. You see, the, 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 the higher pay comes with the better performance. I don't know if you guys know how this works. Yeah, you play good, you win, you make more money. thought that's how it usually goes. Oh, man. All right. uh, they must have been on the Ukrainian plan. You just keep losing, and then everybody keeps giving you money. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's how it works, right. The losers get more dough. Makes sense. So Megan... I hate to say it, man. I hate to root against America. But, man, I'm so happy they lost just because I was sick of, like, everybody playing it on TV, pretending like we really care about soccer and then women's soccer. It's a double, yeah. double whammy of nobody cares. That's what that is. <laughs> Almost a triple whammy because it's summertime, right? I mean, I mean, none of you got kidnapped in Russia. Right, I'm not, I'm not... Yeah. No vape pens? Nobody? Not one vape Nothing? pen. All right. Okay. We'll move on to next year then. You know what's crazy is uh Rapino. I guess it's Rapino. I've been calling her Rapino this whole time. And well, uh now that she's a loser, it's Rapino. It's back to Rapino. Yeah. yeah. I think she was the oldest or second old it was her and another chick. They're basically retired after this one. And on top of it all, I my favorite part about the imagery uh from this um episode is that R- R- Rapino the only person with blue hair? I don't know if you <laughs> oh, noticed. That's, this. A, that's a good sign. Yeah, man. All these young ladies yeah. in their late teens and early twenties competing in the World Cup—they're kind of normal-looking, somewhat attractive even... babes, man. Very attractive. I didn't even think about that, Frank. They were like, "You're right." Ponytails, dumb-looking bitches that had the blue hair. And yes, like making a scene. No, it was, and it, I don't think it's, dude, it can't be, Rapino is what Nona's growing in the garden. That's right, yeah, it goes good with a little <laughs> olive oil, you saute yeah. it, a couple cloves of garlic, sprinkle in a little you oregano. Grab the flour from the zucchini, you fry it all <laughs> up together, put a little Rapino in there, you know? Not too much, it's spicy, all right? Uh, so, yeah. well, you're going to taste it. A little, <laughs> yeah, goes, right. a little goes a long way with the Rapino. <laughs> I swear to God, that's what it's, I swear Nona grows something called Rapino. Yeah, there's uh, she's close to some sort of vegetable that people don't enjoy to eat. <laughs> Not it. even the vegetable, like the like the leaf of the vegetable. <laughs> oh man, did you see the pictures of her crying? Or like she first laughed and then cried, and again, only one with the blue hair looks kind of old. I'm a big fan of the fact that we're seeing the end of the blue hairs. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. Also, I noticed uh, we were checking out some pictures of her. She's also, this is a generational thing. I've been noticing it now. We're part of this generation where we thought it was really genius to just cover our bodies in horrible tattoos, like everywhere. (laughs) That's our generational thing, apparently. But like the younger generation is looking at our generation. They're like, no thanks, man. We're going to keep it a little clean here for a bit. I don't want to call anybody up, man, but there's a guy I see pretty often who is shorter than me. So not even a man, and right. he he weighs about a hundred and five pounds, and he's got the fucking the gauges in the ears. Oh the yeah, tats, man. the tattoos yeah. up and down the arms, the, the hands, all over. It's like, dude, 
who are who are you intimidating, bro? Rapino has what I've noticed was a trend with the millennial generation, which is the bizarre random tattoos, almost a sleeve, you know, but there's just yes. no cohesion and it's cartoonish and demonic and there's all sorts of weird imagery going on and no theme, no purpose, no reason. That's like a, that's like a girl thing, dude. All the girls like in, in like Boys Town, they all have like, they're covered in random ass little yes. tattoos. And then, you know, there's, I knew a chick I'm and I friends with, uh, this lady ended up moving out to the Portland, Oregon area, you know, obviously. So she was big on like the weird thigh tattoos, like outrageous, over the top, extreme colors and weird, you know, graphics. You know what I mean? Like mm. just weird stuff. And hey, then, hold on, Frank. You just reminded me. I'm gonna have to invest real quick in uh, laser tattoo removal. Oh yes, good call. <laughs> That's a great call, man. Whoever's into that now is probably already making buco bucks. Oh yeah, dude. Because now the millennials are in their late thirties. They're trying to get serious careers. Oh man, and that skin be stretching at that point. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not oh, that. Yeah. It's not that tight canvas you painted on ten years ago. You know, you're getting those stretch marks, and everybody went through COVID. We all gained 45 pounds in 2020, so you're not going back to the person that got the original tattoo. Our uh, our uncle has a landscaping company, and a guy that has worked with him for, for 20 years since he was a little kid. He was literally started when he was like 18 or 17. You know, now he's in his 40s. Uh, but he, when he was set, like 19, he went and got a, a tattoo of Jesus, right? Oh, yeah. And, and then somewhere in his mid to late 20s, he just fucking bulked up. I mean, <laughs> God, Jack, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, and, that's uh, right. So now they all joke that it started off as Jesus and now it's John Cena. He looking- <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's supposed to look famished. Dude. He's looking fat on your went, arm there. Jesus Christ. It went from Jim Caviezel to The Rock. <laughs> Right? Seriously, your arm is so jacked. Jesus looks jacked. I mean, <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, man. Yeah. So uh, that's a huge thing with our generation, and it's going to start looking worse before it gets any better on all these folks. Uh, this chick we know who moved to Portland always wore pants tailored to reveal the tattoos. You know, and it's hard to find clothing that's tailored. That's yeah, it's what I'm saying. You know, you're exposing this thigh or this kneecap or this calf. You're a gross person. Yeah, it's a rough look, and it's a rough that, uh, a way gross. to go. Yeah, but, you know. You're just ugly on the inside. So you got to have <laughs> yes. these, like, tattoos, and you know. We're looking at the pictures that means, of... Uh, that mean, to me, that means you have no conversation starters, so that's like you're in. Yes, you know? Absolutely. Uh, well, we're on the topic. I got a little clip if you want to hit it on the women's soccer team. I kind of enjoy. There's a there's a bit of a uh, an enjoyment in the failure of this group. Oh yeah. Only be- I've been waiting for the cover up stories. <laughs> That's right. Well, uh, actually, they're just gonna do another Trump indictment, and everybody will forget about it. Right? <laughs> Every time some bad news comes out, we just indict Trump in some state we forgot about. They just add charges. <laughs> That's right. Didn't he do something in Georgia? Get him. Book him, Dano. <laughs> Oh, now they're going after him with Rico charges, dude. Oh, of course. It's fucking insane. <laughs> it's, it, the, so insane. The reason we have a Trump story embargo on this show is because it's just nauseating what they're doing with this dude, and it's all a circus, and it's a total, <sighs> look over here, don't look at what we just found out about Hunter Biden. 
Yeah, no, we don't talk about it because there are stations dedicated to Trump. It's called CNN, MSNBC, <laughs> uh, NPR. Yes. Go it- to any one of those at any time. If and if they're not talking about Trump, wait 90 seconds. That's right. And if you fancy yourself a podcast listener, just mosey on down to the Pod Save America, fellas. They're uh, oh, pretty God. much hooked on the Trump adrenaline rush uh, for you life. You can't even go through their catalog and find a title without Trump's name. <laughs> I'm not even joking, dude. Like, nothing else in this world happens. It's just Trump. No, it's it, you are not kidding on that. You know, I was away. We'll get back to that after we do this quick one on the uh, soccer team. But, uh, dude, when you're cycling through the news now, you have to scroll for a couple minutes to get past all the Trump garbage. And, and now DeSantis. <laughs> they do Trump, DeSantis, Trump sandwich. That's kind of how they do it. <laughs> and, and listen, if he's the candidate, I'll vote for him in the general. But, but it's, I just I don't want to hear about him anymore. Yeah, uh, I think the reason they're doing this nauseating... Uh, a front on our, you know, senses with just the endless Trump uh, topic. It, it, you know, it's they want us to be sick of Trump. That's the whole goal, almost. That is right? The point. Please run anybody else. So I don't have to hear about the guy anymore. But, but dude, any pick any hour of any left wing media, and it's the first half hour is them just gloating at how they're attacking him in all these different districts, all these different attorneys, all these different judges. They're all going after him. And then the second half of that hour is them, what do you mean this is a witch hunt? And then they're just talking about how crazy Fox News is because they keep calling it a witch hunt. <laughs> oh, man. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. It's outrageous. It's, it's insane. You guys, I mean, just admit it. Yeah, we're, this is a political fucking lynching here. I was listening here on, uh, I, w- I took a flight out of town this weekend, and I listened to a little Joe Rogan where he interviewed Gad Sad, one of my favorite dudes out there. He's a very interesting fella. And they That's did, the French dude? I think he's Syrian, or... He was like a, a comedian in France, though, right? No, no, I, this guy's more like a philosopher... Uh, professor dude okay wrong guy yeah it's from a few weeks ago it's a little dated i guess from the 27th of june ish around that time frame or july sorry uh but they did like a four minute riff on rob reiner and people like rob reiner and how they're just like completely trapped in this world of endless misery where they're never gonna get this weird thing that they're like craving for this like trump in cuffs like going to the guillotine or the electric chair you know or like they're booking him for a hundred years behind bars like it's never gonna happen yeah you know i tried to explain that i tried to explain that the difference is listen if you guys actually take uh if you guys actually take uh, joe biden down because of hunter biden I'll, you know, fine. I'm actually, I'm pretty happy about that because I think, you know, it would prove that nobody really is above the law. That's right. right. But I'm not out here, like, literally losing sleep over the fact that I want them to go after, you know, Joe Biden. I actually really don't care that much in my everyday life. No. You know? if- <laughs> it's, the, the difference is you people, they indict Trump for the ninth time. And it's all over your social media. You're calling people. You're texting your friends. You're, you guys are so excited. Yes, you know what I mean? Michael Rapaport not- pulls over in traffic to post a video on TikTok of him screaming <laughs> in celebration. And my, my biggest problem with you Democrats always is you all, you're, you, all you care about is that instant gratification. We got him! Right. You're, not even, you're not even stopping for one second yeah. to think about the effects of this. 
Yes, absolutely, dude. You know, no, it's horrible. The, big, the biggest on. thing is how does this make us look to the rest of the world? Banana Republic at best, right? Oh, oh worse. <laughs> worse. How corrupt do we look? Yeah, well, you've brought it up many times before. You've just opened the floodgates for the rest of the, you know, America's life. However long that may be, there's just going to be endless persecutions uh, going, you know, over the uh, political opponent. No matter who that may be, Democrat or Republican, doesn't matter. We're just going to go after him and put him in jail. And not only that, not only put him, maybe not even put him in jail. Like, the biggest thing I don't like about this, it's almost like we're, we're taking our president our former president, and we're just airing out his dirty laundry to the whole world for the whole world to see. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't like that, whether it's the president or just personal relationships, you know what I mean? Or, like, anything. Like, there's just things you shouldn't show the world. We need a nice, clean start, dude. We got a refresh to be fresh here. Why don't we do a Chauvin Rittenhouse or a Chauvin uh, Floyd, (laughs) and we just take out both Trump and Biden. Both go to jail. We call it a clean slate, right? <laughs> we declare that you have to be 65 years or younger to run for president. You know what I'm saying? We get the riffraff out of there and just start fresh. Now, you know what? I think we should do, uh, instead of just Zuckerberg and um, Musk, like, obviously, they'll be the headline fight, whatever. Oh, we should do, right. like, a whole fight night, and one of them should be trump Biden. Ooh, I like that. Cage match? Cage match. Yeah. Come on, man. What happened to the days where the, the two leaders had their armies behind them and they fought to the death to save the lives of the men? Winner take all. <laughs> How about you just know? some good old-fashioned fisticuffs? Did you catch, uh, it was all over the sports center this weekend, the White Sox uh, game. They got into a fit, fist fight brawl. So with the, fucking funny, dude. Might be the you, one of the top three uh, greatest brawls in baseball history, man. Dude, and then all over Chicago news, like, everybody from Chicago, they've just been saying, yo, this is not an example of the culture in Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me, you mean the team from the south side got in the biggest brawl MLB has ever seen. It was fantastic. They don't even know how to fucking handle it. It was so awesome. Did you see that guy? Did you see the way they squared up to each other? It was beautiful, dude. They were ready to just go fist to fist. Unfortunately, the White Sox guy... Kind of a pussy. He went down in like one hit, dude. Like he couldn't that's, take that's the, the heat. That's those South Siders, man. All talk, all <laughs> bark, right. no bite. Fucking pussies, man. I don't get caught on the West Side. Those South Siders, though, man. So what's crazy about this fight is famously this week was the 30th anniversary, maybe 40th. I think 30th though of one of my all-time favorite fights which is between Nolan Ryan and Robin Ventura, Texas Rangers and White Sox, respectively. And Nolan Ryan hits Ventura in the back. Ventura takes three and a half steps to first base, throws his bat down, throws the helmet down, charges at Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan, who is a behemoth of a man. He's just a tower of a human being. This guy just puts Robin Ventura in a headlock and just starts jab after jab, just (laughs) rocking the dude's face. It's one of the best brawls. It clears the benches, man. It's just a classic. And just what a beautiful week for this next Awesome uh, generational brawl to occur. I, I couldn't have asked the, uh, the best part better. about that fight, the Robin uh, Ventura one. I just looked it up. Uh, Robin Ventura was 26 years old 
And Nolan Ryan was 46. Yes! <laughs> so this twenty, this guy 20 years younger than him comes charging the mound, and he fucking beats the shit out of him. Man, I gotta tell you, Nolan Ryan, he's up in the GOAT status conversation in my book, dude. This guy just every time, the but, more yeah. I read about him, the better, the bigger of a legend this guy is. N- not even baseball. He might just be the greatest athlete of all time. <laughs> We're like, he, he probably could have gone into any sport. <laughs> It just been a beast, you know? Oh, man. So I was out of town this weekend. I took a trip out to Baltimore, Maryland. It was a wonderful hey, experience. Hey, congratulations, man. I am an engaged. And Brownie, you're doing a heck of a job. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Frank got engaged, everybody. Yes, all sir. Right. Oh, no. Yeah, I am an engaged fella. Ladies, watch yourself. Stay away. Um... <laughs> One more good one off the market. You know That's I mean? right. So it was a good time. Everything went. His two off. loser brothers are still single. Still single. <laughs> ladies, ladies. <laughs> I'm short, bald, and live with my grandma. Takers? <laughs> Takers? <laughs> no? Nobody? Okay. Uh, all right. So. Uh... <laughs> Wait, I had a better one. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. No, this is the one. Yeah, that's more like it. I got the horns. So I was up in the Baltimore region. Beautiful time. I got engaged. We had a wonderful experience celebrating. Did a lot of walking around in the inner city. Got to see the real deal in some of the places. Check out the markets. Ate some crabs. Uh, just an all-around great time, and got to knock off a bucket list item for me. I got to see a baseball game at Camden Yards, one of the most beautiful ballparks in America, uh, and it uh, just happens to be at a time where the Orioles are one of the best teams in baseball. Nice. I didn't even know. Oh, nice. Yes, sir. So it was just a uh, great time all around. Everything was perfect. Couldn't have asked for a better trip. We're walking around on the last day, hanging out, enjoying a little sun, checking out the views, grabbing some grub, when right at the last minute. Severe weather on the march in the east tonight, forcing thousands of flight delays and cancellations. In Washington, D.C., the government allowed federal workers to go home early today, D.C. under a tornado watch until mid-evening. The Storm Prediction Center warning of a widespread damaging wind event this evening. The line of storms on a track from Mississippi to Maine. Heavy rain, flash flooding, and large hail in the forecast. Airports, including Baltimore, Newark, and Philadelphia, experiencing ground stops tonight. All of this being ushered in by a cold front as blistering heat brings continuing trouble across much of the rest of the... Wait, wait, is it a cold front or a hot front? What's going on here? <laughs> You just says brought well, on by a, a cold front, front behind the cold front. front. Come on, can, man. You, can we just get some facts straight on some level? In this? Country, Von we got two fronts. <laughs> Washington, where folks are bracing for a real storm threat. Fun. That's right, Lester. Folks here in the region have not received a storm warning like this in more than a decade. A storm with potential derecho-like impact of lightning and gusty winds that's now descending right here onto the East Coast. More than a decade, though, so it's not, like, unprecedented, right? Like, this isn't crazy. It just sounds like something that happens every 10 years. Yeah, just about every 10 years, that's what I'm saying, dude. I mean, that just sounds like extreme weather, you know? (laughs) You won't believe it, it doesn't happen every year. Not even every 10 years, but this year, we got this. Yeah, asshole, it's called weather. 
the fuck are you guys talking about? Weather Dude, today I was, I was literally <laughs> driving home on the highway, in the sun, with my windows down. In traffic, so I'm not. I'm moving eight miles per hour. That's right. And I'm listening to the news talk about unprecedented heat. <laughs> I got this beautiful breeze going through. I'm on. The, I'm in fucking gridlock traffic on the highway. I'm not even sweating. <laughs> Gorgeous all weekend where I was. We um, officially here in Colorado, not going to hit 100 degrees for the first summer since like the 60s. <laughs> Dude, did you hear how they opened this clip? From the Mississippi to Maine, there's going to be storm. Okay, that's half the fucking country, dude. At any given point, there's a storm somewhere within half the country. Yeah, well, and they had a lot of cancellations, which greatly affected me, and that's why I want to talk about this, because I had a little bit of a theory cooking up uh, with this whole scenario. ...is raging on. Wild weather closing in. Forecast to bring the strongest storms in a decade to the nation's capital including damaging winds, tornadoes, heavy rain, and hail, forcing government buildings around Washington, D.C. to shut down, sending all federal employees home this afternoon. We're locking it down, folks. Put on your masks and uh, go kill grandma. All right, we got some vaccines coming your way. <laughs> Ground stops at airports across the eastern seaboard, from Atlanta to D.C. to New York, as the FAA reroutes flights to avoid the storm with more than 6,000 delays and 1,300 cancellations nationwide. It's very frustrating. Very, very frustrating. Yeah, uh, I'm going to tell you folks, it was fucking frustrating. I'm not going to lie. I was not happy. It was a, it was a horrible experience. That's crazy. Though. It happened to you. It happened to mom and dad when they were at... Uh... Where were they, Wyoming, a couple months ago? Yeah, man. Well, I, again, I have a theory, and uh, more more. it starts with the word Pete, and it ends with booty gig. I'd actually cry. <laughs> it comes as 84 million from Tennessee to New York are under the threat of up to 75 mile per hour winds. Looks like a bus is on its side. Heavy rains are also being looked at as a potential cause of a deadly charter bus collision just outside Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, where three people were killed and dozens more were injured, including several children. Oh, lock flipped, it down! And everyone just kind of was flung off to the side. It was, it was intense. The same storm system moving east hammered the Midwest over the weekend. A confirmed EF2 tornado with wind speeds as high as 135 miles per hour, reducing several homes in central Illinois to rubble. Now, a massive swath of the country is bracing for more. Vaughn Hilliard, NBC News, Washington. All right, the fear porn is so thick, baby. Can you feel it? So <clears throat> when our flight got canceled, it was about 11 o'clock in the morning. And it was sunny and gorgeous out in Baltimore. And they canceled it because of this impending doom of weather that was going to just destroy everything in its path. Tornadoes they were threatening, man. It was going to be crazy, insane. It rained really hard for about 15 minutes. We took yeah. shelter in a bar down the street and uh, had a few drinks. The rain passed. We cooked a little dinner. And then we decided, you know what? We're going to take our chances, and we're going to try and catch the way later flights. They bumped us, kept bumping us. It kept getting pushed back. We're at the airport. There's something just not right, dude. It doesn't make sense. 
The weather wasn't that extreme. There wasn't a lot of wind. It just wasn't clicking. And then it kind of dawned on us. They're short-staffed. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. And then That's when, why I couldn't, dude, I couldn't even get a flight to Baltimore. No, like, they were t- totally short-staffed. They kept uh, apologizing for how short-staffed they were throughout the entire experience. And in fact, when we landed finally in Denver at, you know, I can't remember... Six, seven o'clock this morning. It was absolutely insane how long we were at the airport. Uh, this whole experience uh, proved to me right at the last minute it was a short staff scenario. We couldn't unload from the plane because nobody was answering the call from the plane to reach out to the plane and open the door. <laughs> there was nobody on staff at the Denver airport to open the door. Oh, somebody was late. Somebody was late for short staff, dude, through and through. And Emma and I are sitting there, and it just seemed obvious that they scared the crap out of people. Just at, right at the get go, canceled, blanket canceled a bunch of planes, decided to blame the weather, and then push a bunch of flights to the next day in the early morning uh, when they had more staff available. Yeah, I mean, they probably just used it because they watched the news and they're like, oh, shit, you know? It's like, I used, if, to, do uh, it, yeah. I used to do it when I was landscaping. Oh, yeah. Know? That's right. Like even if, the, if they say it rained anywhere in the Chicagoland area, I'd be like, yeah, I was over there. I got caught in the rain. <laughs> exactly, dude. So uh, as with all things, folks, you guessed it. I'm blaming what? The mRNA vaccines. That's right. That's what I'm blaming. It's the vaccine <laughs> mandates that caused these cancellations and my delayed return back home. So anyways, I got back really late, and I have to admit, here on the show, because we did do a bit of a dig on people who call out of work after their vacation. Mike, I had, to, I had to call out of work in real time. <laughs> to be fair, I texted an image of the cancellation. You know, I sent the link to the guy I work with. It was early in the day. I said, hey, we're trying to catch these red eyes. You know, I'm not going to make the time. You know, I get up at 4 a.m. to get to work, you know, 5.30 to 6 a.m., and it was just impossible to coordinate on the way here. But... Uh, possible. Well, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a lazy guy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and uh, every once in a while, I like, to, I like to do things for me. So I took a little, uh, I took an extra day on the trip because we were uh, canceled and delayed. And so I got to say, you know, I give him a lot of crap all the time. But Pete Buttigieg, hey, thanks, buddy. You extended my vacation one day. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, I come on, relaxed. asshole. Get your fucking shit together. <laughs> Let's get some fucking staff at these airports, man. Yes, man. Here? Come on. Give some incentives. 401ks, dental insurance, something, man. Let's oh, get these dude, people we, in. We, we need to stop with the fucking uh, food stamps. All this fucking money going out. It's insane. Are we food stamping our way into a depression? I can foresee it. No dude, doubt. the... Man, some of these guys are just refusing to go to work because the government's giving them everything they need. Health care, everything. No one was complaining about this one guy because he was talking to her about how he doesn't have a job, never had a job, and the government gives him free health care, he's got free dental, and he just got glasses. <laughs> yeah. And Noda has to pay like $2,000 a month for that shit. Wow, man. You know? Well, maybe the new thing is, do you remember uh, Rachel Dolowell, Dolowell, Dolowell? 
the the yeah, white the, uh, fake black the white chick who faked being black and ended up being like yeah. uh, a professor of black studies at like Harvard or yeah. something and you know leading the NAACP all that her stuff. her name was like like Katie <laughs> like Katie Smith she was a t- from, yeah. from from Nebraska or something she yeah she ended up I think the new version of uh, this Rachel Dalzall will be people fake being migrants right you could just fake your, your you know claim you're a migrant and get all these great benefits. Uh. Maybe. Oh, this guy wasn't a migrant. He was born here. Oh, yeah, but what if you, did, you know, fake it? Hey, can I see some ID? Oh, I'm a migrant. Oh, right this way. Here's your check. Here's your uh, social security card, your new license. Here, right? Can I, can I see some ID? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just like the idea of going with the straight English. No, nah, man, I'm a migrant. Oh, all right, right this way, sir. Help yourself to all these free items. Would you like a house? No, bro, I just crossed the border two days ago. <laughs> Where are you from? Right from the border, dude. <laughs> just across. <laughs> I crossed right over. <laughs> they call it Jarez. <laughs> Jarez, Mexico. <laughs> yeah, man. I think you're going to start getting some people fake. Faking their migrancy. It's, you're better off being a migrant in this country now than you are being an American citizen. There's no doubt about it, dude. You get to skip the taxes. You get the free checks. The health care. Nah, bro. I, I came from Jarez. I climbed the fence. <laughs> I, I, I can make you a tamale and everything, bro. I swear. I had to swim over those orbs in the Rio Grande, bro. <laughs> it's totally killer. If you ever talk to Greg Abbott, tell him not cool, man. <laughs> Not cool. <laughs> I mean, you just got to pretend you're a migrant and say you'll vote for Biden. You're, you could walk right in. Well, dude, no not showing me this fucking thing on the, on the news from uh, the border. All these people that came over, they were all black. There wasn't a single Mexican amongst them. They were all from <laughs> Africa, dude. I swear to God. Or uh, not, they're all from Haiti. It was so fucking, it was so absurd. Half of them were just like, Afri- you know, black or whatever, and then the other ones were like Muslims and shit. They're all wrapped up and praying. Well, like, there's, I mean, you know, I don't like to go down the route of the, you know what I mean? The like, this is happening on purpose, George Soros kind of level. They're flooding the zones with these uh, migrants in order to purposefully cause instability and violence in the streets, right? Could be an element there. Look, we're not getting... Folks, they're not sending their best, all right? They're sending rapists, drug dealers, murderers. Some, I assume, are good people. <laughs> and we have run into the problem of... We have no more room <laughs> in the city. <laughs> <laughs> no more room. <laughs> <laughs> We've tapped into something with that uh, Eric Adams thing. I've seen this come out now across the board. People are pretty much laughing everywhere at this guy over his basic, you know, we're a sanctuary city. We're a place where in America, you'd be hard pressed to find a city that lost more population over the last three years. Oh, yet. More businesses. Yes. We have so much un- <laughs> unfilled commercial space. We could just start turning offices into fucking housing. No, we got no room. There's no more. There's no vacancy. <laughs> so insane. We have no more room in the city. <laughs> the 
like says it slow and very specific. <laughs> we have no more room. <laughs> oh, so oh well, so I, I like your idea though, dude. Just start pretending like you're an immigrant. Yeah, I think it's a great. Uh, I think you're gonna start seeing people. I mean. The surfer white dude doing it is a really uh, fantastic idea, but uh, <laughs> you know you could really you could kind of see an angle where people might be able to take advantage of an opportunity where the government is giving away money and freebies. Why do I say that? They did it to the tune of like hundreds of billions of dollars during COVID. Man, like even here in Colorado, there's a massive controversy, and we love our controversy here on the Dude Man <laughs> Podcast. There's no doubt about it. Are you ready for a little controversy? Yeah! (laughs) Here in Colorado, man, I mean, we, we, our politicians lined their pockets. Jared Polis, not excluded from this conversation. Everybody in government here got rich off of the kickbacks and the flooding of the market with cash during the COVID lockdowns. That's why they're laughing at the Bidens. Oh, you had to go all the way to Ukraine to steal money? We just took it from the taxpayers here. It's called the COVID. Uh, you fools, you got to steal it from your constituency. That's how it works. <laughs> Those rubles aren't worth nothing. You need, you need duffel bags of that shit. So I was away, Mike, and I did ask you, please, sir, while I'm gone, I don't have the time. What is on the docket while I'm away, my man? Oh, man, it's been a good one. It's been an interesting week. I don't even know where to start. I really don't even know where to start. I guess this is probably the story that bothered me the most. This was on Up First. Um, It's about gay blood. I don't know if you heard about this. Oh, yeah, let's let's check it out. You ready for this one? Oh, yeah. Lifetime ban that prevented gay men from donating blood. It's been relaxed a few times since then, but this latest change now allows monogamous gay and bisexual men to give blood for the first time. That's because this prohibition shifts away from whether you're a man who has sex with other men to asking more gender-neutral questions. The prohibition now applies to anyone who's had a new or multiple sexual partners in the last three months and if you had anal sex. This applies to people who are gay, straight, bi, men, women. Whoa! So, so Frank, if somebody fucked you in the ass, you know, like a woman fucks you in the ass, straight woman, you're a straight man. Oh, that's uh, right, you yeah. You can't donate blood. Oh, really? So if I enjoy... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on now. I'm getting my words confused here in my head. Uh, woman fucks me in the ass. Is this a woman um, who has a dong? Yeah, but it's a woman penis. Oh, that's right. God, Frank, such a bigot, dude. All right. Nice. I just wanted to make sure. I got the lady fellow with the dong banging me in the ass, but we're both straight guys. Well, she's a straight woman. Frank. Man. I know. This is rough. We might get canceled hard on this one. <laughs> Goodbye, YouTube. I, <clears throat> I just want to... I have one question. So this- when does the turf... Yeah. Enter the scene, and uh, can someone explain <laughs> turf again to me one last time? I'm halfway there. Frank, it's a trans-exclusionary radical feminist. It's not that <laughs> difficult. I don't understand why you can't keep it straight. Right, I think I got it now. <laughs> so yeah, this is about gay people are now allowed to donate blood. And 
This is uh, I think you're gonna like this because the payoff is at the end. Oh, I love those, my man. Non-binary, and it also means that you're gonna see heterosexuals who are banned from giving blood for the first time. Well, this is interesting. Is this then an argument that the old guidelines were not really the safest guidelines because it is the behavior that makes you vulnerable? The change in guidelines is really more about fairness, because even under these new guidelines, you're seeing people who are banned, even if they're not at elevated risks of HIV. Did you hear that? Yeah, it's about fairness, man. We gotta be fair. We're talking about the blood supply of this country. That's right. And they're like, well, is this making you safer? That's not about safety. Yeah, don't be a bigot, bro. All right, we're about talking- fairness. <laughs> Gay guys want to donate blood too. <laughs> yes, man. This is by the only one who say... thinks this is absurd. Oh, of course, this it's NPR. Up first. Yeah, of course. All right, yeah. Up first. Yeah. All right, dude. Come on. This isn't. This is about fairness. There's certain things that when you're hiring pilots, I don't care about fairness. When you're hiring, you know what I mean. Yes. When you're donating blood, I don't care about fairness. Right. I don't care. Man, NPR, I-, I want the I best blood. Clean blood. A lot That's of, insane. Dude, a lot of stuff out there. Uh, I've been seeing it from the Dr. Yeadon, the guy who is one of the major uh, heads over there at Pfizer, one of the more outspoken fellas these days about all the negative effects, uh, and other guys, McCullough and company, and uh, the sleepy guy who puts everyone to bed, uh, Malone, Robert Malone. So all, <laughs> yeah. all those guys, they've been really big uh, since day one that... If you got these shots, the mRNA COVID-19 vaccines, uh, you are not able to give blood or plasma. I haven't seen anything on that. I think it's a thing. I uh, have not done any research. I'm an idiot, certified. I haven't seen anything except from those guys. I've seen many clips on the YouTubes and the uh, Twitters. So what kills me about this one is you got to kind of dig, you got to go look at like other stories and then kind of, you got to go read like the, the other side's view of it and then kind of fall in the middle. Do you know why they did this? No idea, man. We joked about it too fast, but they literally had to do this because if I, they have fully established that if I have sex with a dude that turned into a woman, oh man, I'm not gay. Oh no! So I so I go into the blood bank and they're like, "Are you gay? No. Are you having gay sex? No. I'm fucking a woman." Wow! So they literally had to do this just to eliminate that aspect of it. Otherwise, you would have to specify. Well, are you fucking a woman, or is this a woman with a dick and fake tits? <laughs> Man, the language is so corrupt. This is incredible. Literally, to just avoid that, they're like, all right, we're just going to let gays give blood. Just nobody, okay, anybody who had anal sex in the last 90 days, you're not allowed to give blood. That's how they they solved that. This has nothing to do with fairness. This has nothing to do with fairness. It's all about not getting sued. It's a semantic minefield. (laughs) Yes, dude. Like, where do you tiptoe? Where do you go? How do you... You know what I mean? Now I don't know. How do I, Frank, how do I ask you? It used to be simple. Are you gay? Yes. Mm. I fuck men. You know what I mean? But now it's like, 
Well, how do I... Frank, are you fucking somebody with a dick? Are oh, they yeah. putting that dick in your ass? That's right. That, <laughs> that's literally the... Do I have to ask that question? Has there been a dick in your ass? Male oh, or female? Oh, it's hard to say. <laughs> Is it a lady it's like fella? so absurd. No, it's know? absolutely over the top insane, and we've been harping on this for a long time, which is... Go do your thing. It doesn't matter. But when you start messing with the language, man, then it makes it really difficult for other people to understand what's really yes. going on. And we, when we change the rules, not because of safety, but because of quote unquote fairness, because of this bullshit language game you're playing, <clears throat> when it comes to the blood supply, well, go yeah. fuck yourself. Well, we, you guys have gone way too far. <laughs> this is why people care. think in the name of in all fairness right in the name of fairness i think they were trying to be fair to their lawyers and their business associates who didn't want to get sued by all the trainees not being able to give blood not only train is their boy that's the problem is their boyfriends like they're gonna go in there and say they're not even gay they're not even having sex with me. <laughs> it's just like these companies and crazy. Uh, yeah they, these corporations who run the medical institutions they just don't want to have to deal with the litigation and all the lawsuits and everything that goes yes. on and the publicity the negative publicity that goes with you know having to ask what are considered on some level you know discriminatory questions and they're trying to reverse history and all just common knowledge of AIDS. And now we're supposed to believe it's not just gay men that have it. <laughs> I mean, dude, I have heard from numerous doctors personally. Do you know what they call a straight man with AIDS? I can't wait for this one, man. A liar. Because oh! <laughs> yeah, they literally say you can't get it. Unless somebody's fucking you in the ass. And this actually plays into an old classic theory of yours that is one of my favorites when it comes to the athletes of the old time, the legendary fellas who were just in these wild cocaine drug-fueled party scenarios where they're just kind of banging everyone. Magic Johnson, great example, dude. Dude's yeah. just in these wild, crazy 80s parties, probably maneuvered over to the left and all of a sudden he's banging Richard Pryor, right? Doesn't matter. And then, you know, the guy or from Or he's Queen fucking a chick. In. Next thing you know, there's a dick in his ass. He yeah, didn't even yeah, know where it came no from, you know? Idea. It just slipped in there, man. And then all of a oh. sudden he's got AIDS, dude. <laughs> Actually. Now, he, admit, he admitted to sleeping with men. Oh, he did he really? I, I thought yeah. it had everything to do with the fact that uh, the physician for the Lakers from 87 to 89 was none other than Tony Fauci. Uh, it was just... <laughs> No, a wild, a wild coincidence. No, it wasn't. <laughs> and if you look, it also coincides with a drop in stray dogs in the LA <laughs> area. The beagle population wiped out from California. <laughs> <laughs> the butterfly population increased. Crazy. And everyone there got yeah. Lyme disease. It was really weird. <clears throat> So yeah, so now we're, you know, be careful. You might get gay blood. Yeah, but we'll watch out for those infusions, and it could potentially have that mRNA vaccine DNA in there, my man. Be, no, no, but to be fair, it's like, dude, I don't even care that you let the gays donate, right? Oh, yeah. Look, come out here with some scientific evidence. 
<laughs> yeah, we, you know, you know, after ten years of uh, right. testing, you know, after ten years of testing different samples <laughs> and this and this and, and the advances, you know, we now believe, you know what I mean? Well, it's not really about health and safety; it's about fairness. Like that's not what I want to hear. Yeah, man, that's not a reason to do it. <laughs> that's right. That's not a scientific. Uh, experiment of any type. You have no long-term data behind fairness, uh, but you're, you're right on the money. If you guys said after the, you know, we oh, look, we've been studying gay dudes with AIDS since the 80s, and we've concluded uh, it doesn't matter. It's fine. The <laughs> blood is fine. We'd be like, okay, cool. All right, sounds All great. Right. But because we're doing this based on equity and fairness and tolerance, well, then I think there's some questions to be raised. Well, just name one thing that turned out good from that. <laughs> name right. one thing we have it turned out good. <clears throat> a lot of theories out there. AIDS isn't even real, my man. Uh, all right, <laughs> <laughs> all right so, let's talk about the Holocaust so, so, now. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> hey Which one, the fake one in Europe or the real one against the white man? Uh, anyways, so... <laughs> all right, dock it on, my we're gonna man. We're going to go ahead and... We're going to go ahead and go back to, since we are talking racism, oh, did you no. hear what happened today? I am very excited for this one. Uh, fill me in, my man. Or... Oh, no, this one was yesterday. I've been traveling Dude. for the last, like, uh, 15 hours, 24 hours, so let's do it. Frank, this was the fucking one, man. I thought, I thought fucking, I thought fucking for sure this was going to be the one guy that everybody just apologizes to. He might even be able to go back to his job. Kevin Are Spacey. You ready for this? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alec Baldwin. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, hey, put him up. This is somebody everybody should just feel bad for. Years of legal battles are now closed following the murder of George Floyd. The last of four former Minneapolis officers has learned his fate, and the judge wasn't happy with what he had to say in court. Kirsten Mitchell explains. Thank you. Please be seated. Inside a Hennepin County courtroom, Tu Tao sat emotionless, ready to learn his fate for his role in George Floyd's murder. I can't breathe. Those were George. Okay, but I forgot uh. to preface this. Tao Tao is the Asian cop who never touched George Floyd. That's right. He's the fella on film standing with the crowd. He was just standing. Holding people keeping back. The, keeping the crowd back. Yeah, that's Are you right. ready? Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, you gotta hear the judge. Floyd's last words. This day began by reiterating Tao's authority position as an officer with eight years experience who could have and should have intervened instead of holding back bystanders while Derek Chauvin held his knee on Floyd's neck. A self-described human traffic cone. He also prevented others from rendering aid. Then Tao spoke. I didn't intend on uh, doing any uh, malice or, or anything like that or, or try to hurt anyone. Uh, that was never my intent. He said he did the best he thought he could. If you have your Bibles, uh, go ahead and pull it out. Then spent 20 minutes telling the court about rediscovering Christianity and denying any wrongdoing. You hold on to the truth that I did not commit these crimes. My conscience is clear. Judge Peter Cahill was not impressed. After three years of reflection, I was hoping for a little more remorse, regret, Acknowledgement of some responsibility and less preaching. He didn't do he anything. He sentenced Tao to 57 months in prison, nearly five years, even more than the prosecutors asked for. Wow. I think your culpability is less than Mr. Chauvin. 
but well above Mr. King and Mr. Lane as an experienced senior officer who was in the best position to save George Floyd. Floyd, dude, I mean, come on, man. Now you're Whoa. you literally just charging a guy for five years because he should have saved George Floyd's life. George, fuck that fact. Fuck that guy. He died of fentanyl. He died from ingesting fentanyl. We now have four cops in prison. Yeah. Five. I ask you again. <clears throat> I ask you every single one at a time. Do you want Tao Tao moving in next door to you and your wife or your fiance? Or do you want George Floyd moving in next to you and your fiance? Great call. Yeah. The man who quotes scripture and says, God will be my ultimate judgment or the dude who holds a gun to a pregnant woman's stomach. Who's your choice? And then swallows fentanyl to get out of an arrest for passing off a fake $20 bill. <laughs> Trying to buy cigarettes. Dude, like, nothing about George Floyd was good. There was nothing no. good about him. No, I'm sorry. nothing. A piece of fucking garbage, dude. Yes. You want the only thing that maybe should have happened, take Derek Chauvin off the force. Fine. He loses his badge. I, I would have been okay with that. This is the downfall of America. Because they have totally... The left doesn't realize what they did with the judicial system. They made it political. Yes. The fact that our judicial system was not political, it was its own entity. That is one of the greatest things that separated America from the rest of the world. Absolutely, my man. I I don't think people realize. Everybody cheering for this? You really don't realize what is, is happening. You really don't see it because everybody loves it when it's, the guy they want to be arrested, arrested. What if they turn that power on somebody you love? You know? Absolutely. <clears throat> this should be shocking to everybody. Um, I actually throw this up there now. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, but George Floyd's situation, the saga, and the police officers, the, the individuals who were just serving the community, Right at the at a very yeah. low basic understanding level of this, they're just guys who served the community, uh, caught up in this outrageous scenario with a known drug dealer, an offender, a person who's been arrested before, uh, for multiple crimes, a- and you know, again, the dude to quote some scripture and and be resolute in his belief that he did nothing wrong, which he didn't. This should scare everybody a little bit because this is just Dude. like the Jan 6 people. There are people rotting in prison still for just being at Jan 6. With that, At this point, if you're in jail for Jan 6, you're the only one that wasn't a federal agent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know how many non-agents were there. They're all in jail. Yes, that's exactly no, it. Did, if you watch the video, this Tautau guy, he rolls up after everything's already going on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, man. He just rolls. This guy, you got to think, this guy woke up and just went to work. To That's go right. To a job, right? Yes. He rolls up onto the scene. He sees some chaos going on with his fellow officers. And then he sees the crowd, you know, getting wild. Yes. So he, oh, nobody's handling the crowd. You know, it's kind of like a, you know, I'm sure officers are trained just like military. You fill the gaps. You show up to a sin. If you show up to a situation, it doesn't matter. You don't know what's going on. You can automatically, you can see the gaps. You fill the gaps. That's right. You know, this guy saw the crowd. Probably he's like, I'm gonna go fill that gap. He even he, they even said it. He's a self-described cone, traffic cone. He literally just went and filled the gap. Right, sat there. He was he was arguing with the uh, crowd. 
He wasn't even looking at George Floyd and Derek Chauvin. And now he's going to jail for five years for not saving this guy's life from a fucking fentanyl overdose. Could we not call a spade a fucking spade? I mean, I wait, he also I had COVID. Will, will, he tested positive for COVID. Everybody forgets about that. <laughs> he's the only guy who had COVID and died of not COVID. Could we not split the baby here and just say, and just say we'll just say he died of a heroin overdose <laughs> with Derek Chauvin's knee on his neck. Can we go? Can we say that? Can we agree yeah, with that? Yeah, dig on that one, man. It makes a little bit more sense. Kind of seems like what happened, actually, right? It it, it kind of seems like, you know, maybe this guy just put a normal pressure amount of pressure on this guy's back, but his symptoms were exacerbated by the fucking fentanyl he ingested. And he uh, was dude, a it, little worked up. He had just held a gun to his girlfriend's belly and threatened her, <laughs> and then tried to, you know. Pass no, I know, I know. Just, fake news, fake news. I, really love, I love that story. It's so, it's a crazy story. The fa- he went to jail for that. Am I not mistaken about that whole scenario with the gun? Oh, yeah, the belly? No, he was in and out of jail. Yes. Yeah, this guy was a horrible human Before he being. became uh, an anointed saint. St. George Floyd. <laughs> That's right. St. <Saint> George <laughs> Floyd. Here we are, 2023. Officers are still going to jail for George Floyd's murder. It's not even a murder. It's a fucking death. It's just an overdose death. It's a tragic death. What's crazy, too, is I was just in Baltimore. I was, uh, we were waiting in an office, uh, in, like an office-type place area or waiting room area, and uh, they had a book in there of like monuments, and I was flipping through it real quick. They had the Christopher Columbus Monument dedicated to the Italian-Americans. I said, ooh, could we go walk past it? And Emma said, no. Uh, that's the one they tore down and threw into the river. <laughs> so now you can only see his dick. <laughs> it's the only he thing they could. Italian, <laughs> you know. Hey! The only thing oh, the no, crowd couldn't lift. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, I think the Spanish are like the Italians. They're just circumcised. Yeah, I think you're right. And <laughs> they just lump them all into one group. <laughs> Oh, man, so I just find that funny. In the year 2020, we had these riots. I'm sorry, the summer of love that was 2020, and we had these peaceful, mostly peaceful protests occurring around the country. You know, it's nice to think back and, you know, remember that we erected statues in the name of St. George Floyd, and then we tore down statues in the name of... (laughs) I don't know. We just tore down statues. We were like, get rid of Christopher. Christopher. Get rid of him. He's Italian. He's sort of white. Get rid of him. That's white enough. It's crazy, man. What a crazy like thing that swept through this country. I hope people start kind of uh, getting out of the trance a bit and like look back on that year because out COVID was wild stuff. But when you really dig into like June, July, after people, you know, were hitting the streets and marching for various things, if you were on the right side and Republican, you were, you know, killing grandma. And if you were on the left, burning cities, but you were mostly peaceful and it was a summer of love. And you were, you know, you were saving the nation. That's right, man. It was a wild time to be alive. If you really think about it, it really is insane. And the fact that we're still. Dude, think about everything that happened in 2020, 2021, right? 
Yeah, man. everything that all the right Chad, Chaz, whatever Chaz, the fuck you want to call one it. Of my favorites, like, man. Out of everything that happened, yes. The only thing they're still doing, the only people they're still going after, are the police and George Floyd's death, and the Jan Six rioters. There's not one other protest, not one other murder, oh, not right. one other anything that's being, you know what I mean, worked as hard as those two things. You forgot one other group. It's the uh, four people who started and ran BLM. They're under investigation for extortion and buying all those homes in Malibu. <laughs> you forgot about them. Yeah, yeah, but now they're rich people. Now they're rich, so they got lawyers. That's Don't right. That's right. They just sell a few houses and they can get <laughs> out of the deal. They learned everything. Like, uh, what's that movie I just watched? Wall- uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, what a classic, man. Yeah. Dude, when he goes to jail at the end, he's like, but I forgot. I'm rich. Yeah. And he's like playing tennis, dude. <laughs> it made me think of Jojo, man. Oh, man. Those rich guy prisons, we, we've seen them ourselves firsthand. You roll up on those bad boys. It's a country club. Do not kid yourself. <laughs> So we roll up, and it is a prison prison. It's brick walls. It's fucking 12-foot, right. 20-foot fences, barbed wire oh, yeah. all over. You're like, oh, my God, our grandpa's in there? <laughs> no, no, no. He got in trouble for bribing an OSHA inspector. <laughs> right before FBI. you get to the barbed wire, you turn right, and there's like this like country club-looking place where guys are tending to the garden. You know, there's not even doors on the wall. Yeah, you cruise the past, they're playing tennis in the tennis court, you know, they're like putting yeah. in the green and doing a little b-ball, you know, they're just hanging out. It, it was out, literally dude. like the Goodfellas, dude. Our grandpa came out of prison looking better than he ever looked. d It, it added five years to his life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because they include uh, a beauty regiment, you know, you do a little spa, right, a little... Uh, he was doing Tai Chi. Tai Chi, and then you go in, they give you a little adrenochrome injection of Korean foreskin into the face, right? You think they bring kids to fuck? Oh, they gotta bring kids to fuck. Come on, it's high end prison, of course. How else do you keep them busy? Ah, yeah. That's only for the real rich. (laughs) Yeah, that's the the prisons we don't see. Those on the islands, you know, little St. James Island prison, right? That's the one El Chapo's in. (laughs) El Chapo. I believe is here in Colorado. Uh, he's in the news, man. They're worried he's gonna es- escape. Oh, from the supermax. Apparently, he's in the on. supermax. So I've always speculated a bust. Op- like if someone were to break out of the supermax, I've driven past it myself. I'm a a fellow who's done some delivery service action all across mm. the state, and I have. Uh, undoubtedly driven uh, through this you know, vicinity. And if I know anything about this guy, he can be bought if any cartel members are listening. You know, <laughs> we would just love a little extra funding for the podcast. Uh, yeah, keep us going. Frank, just throw this uniform in your back seat Man. and stop at this exit. Oh, that's right. Could you imagine a live interview with El Chapo? Oh, that'd be so good. We'd, we'd blow- probably get six listeners. We'd blow away Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> I was just yeah. thinking about where's Sylvester? I haven't seen him in a while. Maybe he's breaking out El Chapo. Wow, I like it, man. So El Chapo, did you really hear that he's on the potential? Like, dude, a lot of migrants, a lot of uh, shady fellas breaking in through the border. There's the um, 
whole kind of cartel situation where maybe they have a bigger stranglehold on these communities around here in the southern, southwestern part of oh. America. Dude, there's a good chance they For could sure. have some sort of system in place, even underground, right, where they break them out, they got the cars ready, they funnel mm-hmm. them into this tunnel, and he's just, he's out of here. Dude, there was a cartel member, he was laughing, and he was saying, the, fun, the best part about you Americans your border patrol, that's a government job. You post their salaries. He's like, oh, we know yeah. what they make. So every time you raise it, we just double it. And that's why they let us in. And this is why we got a lower <laughs> minimum wage, folks. Let's lower it to bare, almost unlivable wage. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do a race to the bottom with the cartel. Oh, I like it. I like what you're saying. Yeah, we'll just pay our border patrol less. Right. And then, you know, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. I actually think we're screwed 100% on this whole situation. I like the El Chapo escape. But you my know what point- we should do is just start turning these migrants <laughs> into border patrol. Hey, hey, welcome to this side of the line. Now protect this line. Now, if you, <laughs> if you wanted to break out, I'm really into this El Chapo breakout, dude, because if you wanted to do it, I think the only way you could is if you kind of had some sort of like uh, you had to knock out the power essentially in the whole area. That's kind of what you would have to do, I think. And then you would just have to um, dig them out, man. It's in. The well, I think they're on their own. They got their own power supply for sure. They're gonna have backup generators and enough diesel to run them for, you know, oh, yeah, probably a week. I don't know. It's a crazy idea. It's a supermax you need prison. An EMP. My other idea is there would have to be some massive like explosion and the walls are broken out and then all of a sudden, dude, could you imagine all these crazy psychopaths on the loose? Mm. So you're thinking more Rambo? I, th- I, th- I think for this one, you got to go more Ocean- Ocean's Eleven. Wow. Yes. You know they I'm sneak saying? them out like in the laundry. Yeah, no, you get a guard in there. I'm taking a long play. You know wow. what I mean? Like, right now, they got a guard that's an apprentice, but he's oh, really a cartel yes. member. He's working his way up to that high security level, it's, you know? It's actually uh, George Clooney, but in disguise. <laughs> Nobody notices him. Actually, I heard it was Alec Baldwin. That's why I killed that He's bitch. trigger happy. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we need someone. That's right. I brought him up twice in this episode. <laughs> we got to bring someone who shoots first and asks questions later, all right? <laughs> Bring me Alec Baldwin. You know what to do. Oh, always. Because that is that magical point, Frank. We are at that hour. I don't Mike, know you've become a host all on your own. This is true, sir. Without a doubt, it is the fastest hour in the universe. We're there, and we got so much more to cover in the next episode. No doubt about it. Dude, have you been looking at Brian Cox on YouTube? Man, he's been blowing my mind with the astrophysics and everything. Really? He's like he's like everything Neil deGrasse Tyson wishes he was. Do you have uh, something of him on our uh, docket no, here? No. I always try to get like something good, but it's, dude, he's so fucking... I have not checked him out. I will uh, hopefully score a little free time over the weekend coming up and maybe uh, you know, dig in while I'm doing some gardening. He blew my mind about the universe because like all math... I don't know. I don't even know how to get into it. But you know how like the Earth is so big, it's 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 a ball, but it's so big that we think it's flat. Isn't it an egg? Either way, you know what I'm saying. No, yes, I got you. I no, got it's you. actually a ball. It's not an egg. It's a ball. Eggish. Uh, ball. <laughs> it's, it's spherical. I'll give you ball. And uh, 
So we got this. We got a sphere that's so large that we can't even. We can't even. Uh, cons- like we can't even see the bend. You know what I mean? To us, it's flat, right? That's right. Allegedly. And he was, and he was saying that like the problem with all of everything we know about the laws of physics and everything, everything we anytime we test the the if we test a slice of the universe, it always comes out as just like this flat plane. And he said that's how you know it's too big for us to measure. Oh, that's crazy, man. <laughs> it's too big to even see like any curvatures or anything. You know what I mean? The flatness and all that almost proves more to me holographic. Oh, simulation. You know what I'm saying? When we we're it, simulation. It, or there's more to the dimensional theorization going on there. That we're not savvy to, and we just can't perceive fully, you know, like Tesseract-style, fifth, sixth-dimensional kind of uh, understanding of the universe. It's possible there's shit around us we just can't see and don't understand. Or because there's so many, like, unexplained things happening, what's happening is we're in a simulation, and the the computer is trying to produce now uh, almost 7 billion different individual lives that now we've come to like kind of the the edge of the capacity of that computer running the simulation oh wow critical mass that's it so we're, we're actually almost to the end of it wow and the elites know this so they decided uh bring out the shots no boosters boost <laughs> we gotta boost <laughs> we gotta keep them in the tubes just keep Where's boosting Leo? yeah boost them baby boost them <laughs> we'll stabilize soon enough